Sundials, Part One, by Warrington Hogg. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The fact that sundials will soon be a thing completely of the past and the interest which attaches to their usually beautiful forms and their quaint mottoes makes one wish to put on record at least a few of those that may still be found in out-of-the-way places sometimes perched aloft on crumbling porches sometimes hidden away in old-world gardens through the courtesy of general the honourable sir j c cowell k c b and with the kindly help of mr nutt the well-known architect of windsor i have been enabled to give to the readers of the strand magazine a presentment of a royal sundial which stands on the east terrace in her majesty's private gardens at windsor castle it was erected by charles the second was designed and carved by the famous grinling gibbons and its gnomon which is an especially beautiful one bears the king's monogram and crown the dial plate is graven with the star of the garter with its motto only soit qui marley pense and with the maker's name henricus wynne londinii face it at tunbridge wells on the church of king charles the martyr painted on a board and in excellent preservation within shadow of ye pantiles where walked and talked good old dr johnson beau nash cumberland the dramatist and their following will be found a dial bearing the motto you may waste but cannot stop me below it is the maker's name alexander ray but it is not dated at ferox hall tunbridge beneath the shadow of a magnificent cedar of lebanon more than four hundred years old and almost smothered with ivy which rendered it a somewhat difficult matter to make a sketch at all is a very old dial placed upon two stones it is excellent in design and the great tree's shelter has preserved it almost intact from the ravages of time remove not the ancient landmark which thy fathers have set is carved in gothic lettering around the stone shaft of a sundial in the churchyard of st mary and st ainsworth folkestone the shaft surmounts four very ancient steps which originally belonged to the town cross beneath which in ages past according to the old charter of the corporation the mayor was annually elected the old horn which was blown on these occasions to summon the people together still exists and is to be found hung above the mayoral chair in the town hall it was one of the treasures lent to the royal naval exhibition just closed fifteen miles over the hills brings us to canterbury which possesses several dials chief amongst which perhaps is the one in the public garden called the dane john it stands some seven or eight feet high and round its shaft are four figures typical of the seasons the dial a drawing of which is given in the stained glass window in the private office of e s johnson esq at derby is a modern but very fine one it is an exact copy painted in eighteen eighty eight by frederick drake of the close exeter the glazier to the cathedral who painted it from one taken out of an old manor house in devonshire dated sixteen sixty the motto is dum spectus fugio while thou lookest i fly below is depicted a bird and a fly 
which is marvellously realistic in treatment the motto is supposed to infer a punning suggestion that they the hours fly there is one very similar in the high street at marlborough the one in winchester college to which reference has previously been made is very like it in design the same inscription with date seventeen thirty nine is to be seen on the dial which surmounts a pillar in a garden at rotherham it is also to be seen on an old entrance to one of the canons houses at exeter again at king's lynn at ripley and on ingleton church yorkshire in the picturesque old town of rye on a vertical dial now upon the town hall which was taken from the old grammar school when the windows were altered in the jubilee year are the mottoes the solar shadow as it measures life it life resembles too and tempus edox rerum time the devourer of all things bishop edmund reddington wrote the following quaint distichs anno domini 1665 for a dial at addington kent amidst ye flowers i tell ye hours time wanes away as flowers decay beyond ye tomb fresh flowerets bloom so man shall rise above ye skies in the churchyard of the fine old perpendicular church at headcorn kent built in the time of edward the fourth which still possesses some of its original stained glass will be found the wreck of a dial for it is little else a sketch of which is given the twisted wrought iron addition to the gnomon which is nailed at its other end to the oak shaft is apparently the work of a by no means over skilful village vulcan the date on the dial is seventeen sixty three and it stands by a great oak said to be at least one thousand years old winchester too is rich in dials on the south wall of john Froman's chantry chapel winchester college on one of the buttresses painted in black and which weather will soon have completely effaced is a quaint dial bearing date seventeen twelve in a window in the old election chamber now one of the master's rooms is a glass dial oval in form beautiful in colour and bearing on a painted scroll the motto at umbra sic vita transit as a shadow so doth life pass on the south wall of the church of st maurice with its grand old norman doorway is an ancient stone vertical sundial which curiously enough has the hour lines marked from eight a m to four p m only further on is the church of st michael famous for its thirteenth century sundial which marks the hour divisions with crosses for twelve nine and five a mile or two out beyond winchester on the southampton road is the hospice of st cross there is good authority for stating that there is no institution now existing in great britain which has been allowed to remain more than seven hundred years that is so little changed in its original constitution as is the hospice of st cross it comprises two distinct foundations that of bishop henry of blois grandson of william the conqueror eleven thirty six and of cardinal beaufort fourteen forty four and both are now under the one master of st cross on the greensward facing these castles of peace and rest stands the dial on fluted shaft a sketch of the upper part of which is given above the porch of the fine old norman church at bakewell in the peak district 
a church which is full of interest as being the burying place of the vernons and the manors of haddon hall is to be seen an oval stone dial dated seventeen ninety three on the upper part of which is the motto in such an hour as ye think not the son of man cometh the soft stone is fast crumbling away and it will soon be a thing of the past further north lies castleton church with its old library and its finely carved pews well worth a visit in the churchyard is a dial the plate of which projects far beyond its upholding column and at its edge is serrated norman fashion hora pars vitae the hour is a portion of life is the motto engraved upon the plate the same inscription is to be found fixed to what appears to have been a cross in a churchyard in the isle of wight dated eighteen fifteen also in thursley church surrey on a church in northumberland at kirk welpington seventeen sixty four and on a church at tavistock dated eighteen fourteen the singularly beautiful church at tideswell generally known as the cathedral of the peak built in the latter half of the fourteenth century and boasting one of the earliest perpendicular towers in england possesses too a dial surmounted on a stately stone shaft and circular steps the total height being about nine feet it is in somewhat neglected condition and the name of the man who presumably restored it j tattersath eighteen twelve is graven on the base hearing that in canon bowles garden in the close salisbury was to be found a fine cruciform dial bearing the motto quam cito jucundi praeteriere dies how quickly the pleasant days have passed away erected by that gentleman in eighteen twenty nine i eagerly went hoping to get a drawing of it sad to say the motto seemed to have been prophetic i stood in the cathedral by the tombstone which marked his last resting-place and hunted long but in vain in the dear old-world garden which had once been his but saw no sign of any dial within a hundred yards at the other end of the close painted high up on a wall dated seventeen forty nine about four feet square is a dial with the tradition life's but a walking shadow macbeth act five scene five james harris the author of hermes was a salisbury man he died in seventeen eighty and there are many reasons for believing that he erected this dial on the tower of st martin's church salisbury almost completely effaced and with the gnomon gone may be traced the wreck of what was once a fine dial there is a story told that one of the deans of bangor had a faithful but certainly somewhat irascible old gardener who used to keep away numbers of his master's troublesome visitors by saying to those he saw about go about your business after the gardener's death the dean had engraved upon the dial in the garden the curt injunction of his faithful servant but in this wise go bow teo herb us in s eighteen thirty eight the amusing part being that it was usually mistaken to be a welsh motto at pool's cavern an enormous natural excavation in the carboniferous limestone of derbyshire running for several hundred yards under a hill about half a mile beyond buxton was found in eighteen sixty five buried some seven or eight feet in stalagmite a mass of wonderfully interesting remains 
Samian ware, Roman glass, coins of the time of Trajan, Faustinia, Nerva, flint implements, weapons, rings, and a Roman bronze pocket sundial in perfect preservation, the same size as depicted in the sketch given. These fascinating finds are still to be seen in the quaint little private museum adjoining the cavern entrance. The cavern traditionally derives its name from an outlaw named Paul, who, in the reign of Henry VI, made it his place of abode and plunder depository. Dr. Doran tells us, in his life of the author of Night Thoughts, that Dr. Young erected a dial in his garden, with the motto, Aher Fugarkis. Alas, how fleeting! Very shortly afterwards thieves entered his garden, and certainly proved the wisdom of his words by carrying the dial bodily away. Perhaps I cannot close these brief notes better than by quoting the beautiful lines John Greenleaf Whittier wrote for inscription on the sundial of a friend. With warning hand I mark time's rapid flight, from life's glad morning to its solemn night. Yet, through the dear God's love, I also show there's light above me by the shade below. End of Sundials Part 1 by Warrington Hogg